And hello, I'm Rich Martin. And Nick Federici. And we are your hosts on, on the, the Second, Second Chance, Chance Cafe, Cafe Podcast. Podcast. Hallelujah. And welcome, everybody. For uh, It's been a while there. We, yeah. uh, we've been uh, almost like on a, a heavenly vacation here. No. That's because uh, Nick, uh, Nick went on a vacation almost to heaven. Yeah. He was on a heaven's footstool uh, of, of heaven's door. And, Amen. Uh, so you're going to talk a little bit to our uh, people that are listening about what was that experience for you. Can we do it now? Yeah, sure. Okay, well, my doctor changed my diabetes medication, and it shot up to 25, then 30, and went to 35. And so I was out of it. My mind was messed up. I couldn't focus on anything else. So Carol called the ambulance. They took me to the hospital. When I got there, I don't know if I died or what, but I went to heaven. <laughs> you saw I, it? I saw it. I was wow. on this side still. <laughs> I didn't go in. So you get a vision of it. Oh, it was so beautiful. Oh, yeah. What did you see? I saw a big, huge tree on my right. And the grass was green. The greenest green I have ever seen. Oh, and wow. the atmosphere was love, peace, joy, gentleness, kindness, goodness. I mean, it was just so beautiful. I wanted oh, to go in. <laughs> I, w- I didn't think about anybody, my kids, Carol, nobody. I, I just wanted to go in. It was so beautiful. <laughs> the minute I wanted to go in, I came back. Oh, no. Man. And then Carol said, what, what? She knew that I saw something. I said, honey, I just saw heaven. What? She said, tell me about it. So I told her about it. She was promised me something. You won't leave me. Yeah. So but wasn't there somebody that spoke to you in that yeah, division? No, after. Oh, it's after. Yeah, after. So next to me in the next bed. Oh, this guy. Carmelo was there and his son Peter came That's in. That's the Peter. Yeah. And Peter came in and I was telling him about it, how I saw it. Peter, it's the most beautiful place. Now, 1 James chapter 13, verse 1 says, God is no man's, uh, he tempts no man. Okay. Okay, God, because I was thinking, maybe he was tempting, but he doesn't tempt me. Mm-hmm. So I know it's a promise that he has for me that I'm going to be in heaven. You know, sometimes you doubt because of all the junk that we did and we do. And, yeah, yeah. You know, and anyway, so I told him, he said, you know what? You're selfish. <laughs> what? I'm selfish? Peter, that guy told yeah. you you're selfish. Yeah. Is he Christian? No. And he's not even Christian. No. And he understood that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He says, you're going to leave this beautiful wife of yours? Oh, my gosh. You know, I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> you mean you're going to leave her to go to heaven? I said, but I wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't thinking about anyone. I just want to go in. It was so gorgeously beautiful. Mm. He goes, well, okay, okay. I said, I got it. I <laughs> promised it already that I'm not leaving and I stayed here. The colors were so bright and vivid. It was just something holy. But that was very, uh, that was very intense. What you made us live, me, when I, I knew that you fell on the floor because you know, head on the toilet, on the toilet. Yeah. You know, it was very uh, difficult, and uh, for your wife also. Uh, Uh, that uh, trial that you've been through. You know, but it wasn't me, it was the medication. They changed it, it messed me and up. And it messed you up. Yeah, yeah. so uh, praise the Lord that uh, God had your back there. Yeah, now I'm taking it, but it's still not going down. Yeah? Yeah. It's going down some. Today was 12-1. Yeah, so uh, we're going to probably uh, have to pray about that. Amen. <laughs> not probably, we're going to pray about that. Pray. That's right. <laughs> so right now, dear Heavenly Father, you see uh, those doctors that you... Give him them wisdom and all that, but 
Lord, we pray, Lord, really, because I know Nikki's got a Christian doctor also that's watching over him. He's got two doctors, actually, and you are the doctors of the doctors. So please, Lord, we pray that you give them the wisdom so that they can give, regulate good medication, yeah. you know, even if they can find naturopathic ways also that he's, uh, the way he's eating a dietary a way, uh, supplementing himself. So that way, you know, he would, uh, you would be able to, Lord, uh, fix this situation about the sugar and all that in the diabetes in the jesus mighty name i pray amen amen praise the lord so yes a lot have been happening uh, at the cafe i mean we had pastor uh, frank that he came mm -hmm. uh, preaching and i hope people uh, have been listening to uh, his message we uh, i was translating also for him in french we have pastor adam uh, also who has been coming on friday unfortunately he doesn't want to be translated in french but you know that's he, he doesn't want to break his flow yeah like he said okay but it was a very blessing uh, that last friday i know you were really touched there and he was talking about what was he speaking about there it was very good oh, i got a blank red blank there anyways It was very good, <laughs> very encouraging message that God is still moving and He can still, and we can trust in God. What was He was speaking about? I got blank memory. Anyways, see, I'm not supplementing enough. <laughs> and this week, we don't know. It's going to be a flip of the coin if it's going to be Frank or if it's going to be Pastor Adam because yeah. we didn't get to ask. But either way, it's at 5850 Jean Talon S. It's a Friday night. You come a little bit early. You have a coffee. Because mm -hmm. we start, normally we start at 7.30. Yep. But if you come a little bit early, get time to talk with people, get time to meet Nick and myself. And uh, if you need prayer, anything, uh, uh, any needs, uh, the cafe is there. And we can, uh, you know, direct you also to the places that you might need. If you need to find a church, yeah. you know, you're welcome to come to our church. We go to Good News Chapel. But, I mean... Uh, If you need to find a church in your area, we can look it up where there's a Bible-believing church Amen. that can help you be a firm Christian and walking into God's teaching. Mm -hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. So uh, about that, uh, beside that, anything else you want to share about? Just that God is good and he's faithful. <laughs> and as I said, he's not a tempter of man. He tempts no man. Yeah. So he promised me I'm going to be there. Amen. And there will never ever be any doubt ever again. Yeah. And I pray the same for you that if you're you have, have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior, you'll be in heaven yeah. also. And it's funny that you're saying that because today on because uh, I I listen to daily audio Bible. If people want to hear the Bible being read fresh every day, it's been like 11 years that Brian Hardem has this podcast. Uh, he's from the Rolling Hills of Memphis, Tennessee. He's got such a nice voice and some, you know, soothing background music. And, and after that, he makes a, you know, comment and of the reading. So you're going to have a portion of the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a, then a, the, he reads the gospel or the New Testament. Then he's going to read a psalm and a, a proverb. <laughs> so, but today we were already, it's already, he was mentioning that we're already five months in the year. Can you believe that? We're already five months in the year. I can't believe it, man. So me, I'm excited about that because, you know, I'm expecting for things to happen in my life, you know, and I, I'm expecting also uh, victories also in our world because we, we all know we're in we're in this this war, and I'm going to speak a little bit more about that. But now I want I wanted to come back to what you were saying that uh, God is not a tempter, but when He says I'm going to prepare your place. 
And then he, he was reading in John when Jesus is, is sharing that to his disciples that I'm going to be going and where I'm going, you cannot come right away with me. But don't worry, I'm going to prepare a place and I'm going to come back. And, so, and Peter says, well, why can't I go now? Mm. You know, and it's the way he said it, you know, and, and he, he took the voice of Peter and says, why can't I go now? You know, I love you. I re I'd be ready to die for you, you know. And then Jesus said to him, Peter, you really sure you're ready to die for me? You're gonna, because before the, the rooster crows, you, yeah. you're going to renounce me three times. But he says, don't stay in fear. Trust in my words. Trust in my Father. And, and that's so, such a consolating word. Don't stay in fear. Because, and that's, and that's, I think that's what God also told you at the yeah. same time. Don't be afraid. No way. You know, I'm coming back. For, I'm, I'm preparing a place. It's not your time now, Nick. People like Richard, he's been crying about you. Yeah. He needs you, so and your wife needs you. A lot of people still need you at the cafe. You know, it's not your time to leave. You know, and uh, so you know, it's uh, it's Amen. it was really it's really funny that you share that story. Mm -hmm. And at the same day, that's the passage that he was reading about Jesus saying, "Look, I gotta go, guys, but where I'm coming, you can't come with me right now. I'm gonna come back." But also, it's not just that. You know, he's, he, but he was going also to hell. Mm. You know, we, we don't want to go there, you know. So Jesus paved the way so that we don't need to go to hell. Mm -hmm. So this is the good news for those people who are listening right now. If you were wondering, where am I going to spend eternity? Because we are eternal. Right. We are a, an eternal soul uh, or, and a, an eternal spirit that is either alive in us or dead in us. Amen. And we're living in this corrupted body that's going to resurrect either to life or either to judgment. Yes. Because the Bible says, I know it in French, excuse my français, but it says, Il y a réservé un homme de mourir une seule fois, après quoi vient le jugement. It's appointed for a man to die once and then the judgment. So what does that, that cancel the resurrection theology. Right. Right away. Because if you're going to die only once, there's no coming back, coming back. No. Uh, so yes, there is a second chance. Second Chance Cafe, yeah. that, that, that exists. But in, in God, your second chance is that it's, it's the appointing time. Now that you're hearing my voice, you're hearing an invitation to you. Amen. That, you know, if you're wondering in yourself and, you've, and you never wonder, am I really going to go to heaven? You know, like Nick, he doesn't have a, you don't have a shadow of a doubt, right? Not at all. When you were at this close to being dead, you weren't asking yourself, am I going to go in? You didn't see hell. You saw something beautiful. Amen. Yes. That was God showing you a consolation, you know. Glory. And uh, to say, be in peace. Don't worry, but you're not done yet. I'm not mm -hmm. done with you. You're 77, but you're not done, Caleb. Caleb. Caleb, you're not done. We're gonna, we got some giants. We still got a yeah. battle here. So, my friend, if you're listening to me and you're wondering, how can I know if I'm going to heaven or not? Because me, I mean... Um, I mean, I've been saved now since 1982, and, and I was a, a fervent Catholic. I was going to church every week, and I praised the Lord for my father and my mother who uh, instruct me that God exists through the Catholic religion, you know. But still, through the Catholic religion, uh, religion I never knew about how, if I can be certain, we were. We had this hope because we're Catholic, because we were baptized, you know, that you know we have this hope in God. But we didn't have this... They weren't able to pinpoint, tell me, you can be sure today. So would you like to be sure? You, my friend, that is listening to the podcast. Yes. Would you like to know now 
Because there's another passage also in the Bible that says, Je vous ai écrit ces choses afin que vous sachiez que vous avez la vie éternelle, vous qui croyez au nom du Fils de Dieu. How would you say that one? I'll try to translate it the most better as I can is that I have we have written these these words so that you know that you have everlasting life you who believe in the son of God Jesus Christ mm -hmm. so if you believe that Jesus is the son of God then you're you're pretty much close yeah the next step is just to confess it That's just to yeah. say Lord I acknowledge that I am a sin a sinner I acknowledge that You know, I cannot, uh, I, I cannot save myself mm -hmm. with all the good deeds that I would do in my life. I'm not sure, but I want to be sure. Like Richard is saying, I want to be like Nick, that if I'm close to die or if mm -hmm. I do die, I have this peace. And I want to receive this peace. So today, I want to accept you, Lord. And on this uh, podcast there, I wanted to invite you as my Lord and as my Savior And I want to ask you to wash away all my sin. Amen. So in Jesus' name, I pray that now all your sin, that who is connecting right now to this podcast, may be washed away, may be forgiven in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. No one comes to the Father but by Him. So if you join with us in prayer now, and you're receiving Jesus right now, believe in Him. Because the Bible says, if you confess Him and if you believe in your heart, that's how you will be saved. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. And it is a great thing and, uh, to know that we are saved. And like you said, maybe sometimes we can have doubts. Look, John the Baptist, he had some doubts. But Jesus is not going to leave you in your doubt. He even told him, look, go tell John what's going on. I'm, you know, the, the, the good news is being preached to the poor. Mm -hmm. The blind mans are being healed. People are being resurrected from Amen. the dead. You know, all kinds of miracles that were being foretold in the Old Testament. Right. Go share that to John so that he doesn't doubt that if he's dying, he's not dying for a wrong purpose. Right. Huh? So, uh, uh, yesterday, a friend of mine came in. There you go. 30 years ago, he accepted Christ. Amen. I know that. I said, I come up. I don't want to mention anything. Okay. I said, brother, what's going on? How's everything? He goes, man, I'm struggling. What? Yeah. What are you struggling with? He goes, I don't know if I'm going to go to heaven one day. No. Yesterday he said this. Oh, no. I said, 30 years ago you accepted Christ. How could you be struggling? He goes, and then well, I hammered him. Yeah. Well, I gave it to him good. All the scripture. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. He finally said, you know, I think I'm going to be in heaven. Uh -huh. And then <laughs> Danielle was here. Daniel Bar Barilla? Yeah, Barilla. I said, Daniel, could you please tell him? He told him almost word for word, the exact same thing. Oh, he yeah. didn't hear anything of our conversation. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, afterward, he got blessed. Oh, he's... I said, don't doubt no more, because yeah. doubts come into it. That's the, the enemy. Yeah. And, that's, and it's the same thing for uh, your healing. Uh, if you are struggling in sickness right now, it's the same thing, because God has already paid the price of the cross. Amen. So if he paid the price of the cross... And you're struggling with he, with the, with any disease, any sickness. Believe in Jesus. Holy. Just trust in Him and cast it out. Amen. And if it and if you don't see it coming out, you just claim the promise of God. The word, amen. Until you you die, you just claim it. That's all. Stand on it. Yeah, you stand on the promise of God. God said that I'm healed. God died for me in the form of His Son Jesus Christ on the cross. He got whipped. He he received all. The payment for my sickness, I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be sick, so I claim it now in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I believe in it. 
because that's the same is it's that's what I was discussing with my wife so I said well if it's the same thing that you know Pastor Frank was preaching that was one of his message he was saying well you know people are not going to hell uh, 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 people don't need to go to hell he was saying because Jesus died for them on the ground that's right the so why people so why people are going to hell mm -hmm. because they refuse to believe in the one who died for him on the cross amen so it's already been done for you 2,000 years ago if you If you never heard about it, well, that's a different thing. Right. You know, that, that, that's why we are here. That's it, to, to let you hear it. To let you hear it, so that because faith comes to what we hear, and what we hear comes from the Word of God. Amen. And that's why we're teaching. Everything that we're sharing here comes from the Word, not come from us. That's right. Well, we could have at least our testimonies yeah. to share about, you know, the goodness of God. But basically, it all comes from the Word of God. Amen. And we're standing. Oh, and that's what uh, I think Pastor Adam was preaching. He was saying it's, uh, oh, maybe not. It's not about standing on uh, the word. It's about knowing the word. Mm -hmm. When you know Jesus and what his name is for, that makes the difference. You can know the word of God. You can know all the Bible. Sure, you can memorize the whole thing. But it couldn't do anything to your life. Right. But it's knowing him. Amen. It's knowing God and who is Amen. Jesus Christ. And when you know him and you stand in who he is, then all the promises of God come alive in your life. Thank you, Father. So just stand on the promises. You go open the... You can... Today, it's so easy now, too. You, you, with your phone, you just type promises uh, for, for healing. Amen. And you're going to see all the series of verses mm -hmm. in the Bible, like we're going to share in the touch point today, about God's faithfulness. How God is faithful, you know? How can I know God is faithful? And we're going to share a couple of scriptures like that to meditate on. And this is why we are there, and this is why we encourage you also to, to uh, be with other believers. Oh, well, I don't want to be bothered and this and that. Don't fall into the trap of the enemy to isolate yourself. That's right. this, is, uh, this is not, that's why a lot of people are dying alone and all this. They're separating the families. And I was listening to that, and it says, even in the animal life, you know, the chimpanzees, mm -hmm. if there's one that's dying, they're going to go, that little, the chimp is going to go and hold the hand mm -hmm. of the one that's dying. And if some other chimp is going to stop him, they're going to throw rocks. Yeah. You know, what did we do when they were telling us, don't go visit your dying father, your dying relative in the Stay hospital? Stay at the yeah? window and look up. Yeah, you know, you go, don't go and hold his hand because of COVID and whatever. You know, did we make an up? Uh, did we go uh, bananas? <laughs> did we go monkey? Yeah. You know, <laughs> no, we didn't do it because now we're like tame. You know, we're like we're, we're, they tamed us. Mm -hmm. They they milled us down. You know, but we got to remember that life is important. And Jesus, he even went and he touched the lepers. Imagine that. Man. So that is great. Yeah, God is good and God is great, and we just got to remember. Uh, to, to walk with God and to, to walk with Jesus and uh, to be a hand for people. Don't stay in your isolated goal. Meet up with other brothers sure. and sisters. That's right. Godly people. Yeah. Don't hang out with doubters and those that are full of fear. Exactly. You know, hang out with people that know the Lord, that love God, that will encourage you to stay strong in the Lord and in the power exactly. of His might. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, because uh, you got to be, you know, you got to use wisdom too. Yeah. But you can see what's coming out of their mouth. You know, if they're always complaining about this, complaining about that, those are like the people in the, that died in the desert. That's it. <laughs> those those uh, riffraff. That's riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> They were complaining, and they literally called them riffraff in the yeah. Bible, you know? Yeah. 
because me and my son, we joke about that, the riffraff, you know. But those are people that are complaining all the time. Oh, my gosh, we had it so good when we were, uh, you know, slaves, esclaves with, with pharaohs, you know. Hundreds and garlic. Yeah, onion and garlic. Oh, my gosh, we had cucumbers. Oh, my gosh, cucumber must be the delicacy of the, of the slave people at yeah. the time, you know. If you were a slave and you had cucumber, man, life was good, mm. I guess, because... You know, you're walking with God. You're seeing the 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 the, the, the la colonne de fumée in the day and the la colonne de feu at night. night. How do you call that in a colonne? The f- column of fire. Oh yeah, you say that's how they say it in English. Oh yeah. So you, they the, the cloud during the day. And yeah. The column of fire at night. Yeah, they would see that, man. Yeah. And this is supernatural, my goodness. And still they're complaining. Amen. And they get fresh manna every day. They didn't have to work until the ground or nothing. Yeah, fresh manna to pick up every day. Every day. And then the, the sixth day they had double. That's it. Because the Sabbath they were not allowed. That's right. Just, just that, man, Amen. is mind-blowing. This is a miracle right there. Right. They're complaining, you know. Yeah. Those riffraff <laughs> keep right. complaining. And sometimes I feel like a riffraff, too. Because, I, I mean, I got to confess, me too, sometimes, you know, I complain. Oh, you're, I'm stuck in traffic. I start to complain. No, this guy cut me off. I got to come. You know, but I, I got to stop myself because whatever comes out of my mouth, you know, the enemy listens, yeah, too. Yeah, and he calls <laughs> And he can use it, you know. So let's speak life. Let's be an encouragement, you know, like what your testimony just gave us. Mm-hmm. That's encouraging, you know, you that we're not done until God says we're done. Amen. And, uh, and as long as we say that, we're going to be pushing back. So, you know, yes, you know, we could say, oh, look what they did for the three, three and a half years. Oh, that's what uh, Pastor Adam was sh- sharing also, because, the, you know, about the tribulation, you know, he was sharing about the last days and the three and a half years. You know, and uh, it's and it's funny because Jesus, he reigned, he he went, he did his ministry like three and a half years or something like that. And the devil, he's like a monkey who likes to imitate everything. That's right. And then the, and the plagues, he was talking. The plagues was three and a half years, and we were in the COVID. And it's funny to notice that it was like three and a half years the plague, the the the, the COVID thing there. It's it's coincidental, but it's you know, but. Yeah. It shows that we're going to get some prosperity too. Amen. And that's the good news. I was listening to this guy on a praise on TV okay. two nights ago. Okay. And uh, Gonzalez was the last name. I can't remember his first name. Yeah. And he was saying how it's over. Oh. All our troubles. Because COVID, oh, over all our troubles. Yeah. I like that better. COVID came. Now it's time for revival. Hallelujah. Goes, I'm go- and this guy's sharp. He's really sharp. Oh, right yeah. Now. Oh, he knows the word. He goes... Now that the troubles are over, get ready for the blessing. Amen. There's going to be a revival in the land of America, north and south, like you have never seen. I'm happy to hear that. Oh, man. He, I mean, with faith, he was saying it. Oh, yeah. And he also prophesies many, many times. Oh, know? wow. It was wonderful. When he said that, I got so encouraged. You know, to believe Amen. I'm waiting for it. That's know? a confirmation because, yeah. you know, when all this trouble were coming along and people were, you know, talking gloom and doom. and uh, But God put in my heart, don't worry, Richard, there's going to be a hundred year prosperity. And then my, my wife, uh, salutation to my wife, Francine, by the way. And she was, uh, she was saying, you know, it takes a generation for people to forget. Because it's the same thing, that, uh, and that's what Trudeau he wants to do, you know. He, like when they did the passport, they took out some stuff, you know, mm-hmm. because they want us to forget our history. 
so that they can redo the bad that they they did. They, they, did. they don't want and they don't they don't want to have like Terry Fox that we remember that one individual. Because if you look at Cuba, a communist country, can you name somebody else than Fidel Castro? You know, it's everybody's the same. Yeah. There's no heroes. No, not, nobody mm-hmm. in Cuba is that made the change in their world or in the right. society. And that's what they want to do. They want to put everybody equal, put everybody in the same box. They don't want to, to show that God can do extraordinary thing with mm-hmm. ordinary men. Amen. And in the Bible, it's full of that. God does this extraordinary thing. He could G- Gideon, uh, Gideon, 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 an ordinary man. I'm an ordinary guy. And he took this guy. I'm and least in my family. Yeah. And God used him in a mighty way. I love the story of Gideon, yeah. you know? And uh, I love it because I find myself, I'm an ordinary guy. And sure. that's what I was uh, writing when I was preparing the podcast. Lord, I don't want to be an ordinary man. I want you to use me, you know? I don't, I don't want just to go day by day, go storming along, you know? Yeah. But we got to remember, we got to re- remind ourselves all the great things that people did in our past. Because that's what made Canada great. That's Amen. what made our world great. And we have great men that were mm-hmm. really godly people that were standing up for righteousness. And, you know, we abolished slavery. So we did a lot of good things. And, I, and my wife, when she said that, oh, you know, it takes 100 years nobody to forget. You know? But that was also confirming that God had put to me in my heart, we're going to have, now that we've finished those three and a half years trials mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna see like you know i don't know if it's big maybe because trump is gonna come back and be a president you know of the united states maybe those will be oh don't talk to me about this red uh, red the red hair guy yeah. uh, red redhead guy there but but uh, and when i talk to people what do you have against uh, president trump he, he did a lot of good the economy was really good you know look, look what biden is doing seriously you know So and uh, so I, I I I still stand beside myself when I'm hearing people dishing down Trump, mm. you know, and, and trying to always to make him look like a bad. He was putting America first, and what's wrong with that? That's right. Protecting your borders, and the Bible is for borders, you know. It's not for the global mm. agenda, it's, and uh, and that's the difference between uh, Trump and Trudeau. Trudeau, he he's a globalist. He yeah. he that's a, since he was a teen. That's what he wants. He wants a one-world government. You know, he's a communist. Led, he even admires China communists. You know, so, but that's where he's missing about the blessing of our country and and the blood that was shed to gave us our freedom. And we need to keep that freedom. You know, Man, yes. so this is what I everybody. But don't be encouraging. Be encouraged, my fellow brothers, citizen, Canadian citizen. We are going to get some blessing, like you're saying. Amen. It's coming along. And when, the, and when I think that's going to be the time also when Trump is going to come back because that's when a lot of people are going to be arrested for the uh, uh, crimes that's been going on because mm. we are at war. People may have said, what are you talking about? If this is far-fetched, what kind of war? It's like a cancer. It's, it's from inside, you know? So the, it's a bio-war. You know, the, this virus it was not made from soup bat, you know? It, it was a really... It was an intentional mm-hmm. to hurt a lot of people right. and to divide a lot of people social distancing wearing the mask i'm still surprised to see that a lot of people don't understand that wearing a mask is not good for yourself right. seriously if you're hearing me and you still be safe but you know you don't need to wear the mask it doesn't work first of all it's good for spit that's, that's what they were saying 
So, you know, if you're somebody that's just spitting all the time, okay, you want to protect mm. people. But, and it's not supposed to be worn for a long period of time. You know, you wear it because, you know, you're a dentist, let's say, and yeah. you're over my face. And you don't want to start spitting in me, you know, when you're playing in my mouth. That's understandable. Mm. But after that, you take it off, yeah. and you throw it in the garbage, and you take a new one. You don't wear the same mask <laughs> flipping a week. You know, that's what people... Yeah. And they were not even using real masks. Uh, anyways, I don't want to get into the mask business. But seriously, if you're still struggling with the mask, be reassured that God has, you know, given your body the, the perfect system to combat all these germs. That's right. why we've been on this planet. For, we build ourselves a right to be on this planet. If there would be... If there would exist an ex extraterrestrial being that would come on our planet, they would die from one microbe. Yeah. Because they didn't, they didn't build their immune system for all these 6,000 years that the planet is, mm -hmm. you know. They didn't build themselves a right to be on this planet. But we did. Generation to generation, we build ourselves playing immune in system. the dirt, you know, yeah. and yeah, build their immune system. So, you know, just... Stop living in fear. Amen. Just trust in God. You know, be wise. Also, wash your hands. You know, like my wife, at the limit, wash the meat. <laughs> she, she washes everything, you know. Even twice, I love you, my wife. But she, whatever, okay. You know, she washes everything, and she, she makes sure that she buys. If you're not buying organic, well, then get the, then you know you're going you're gonna to eat some pesticides and whatever. So then get yourself some antibiotic, uh, natural, uh, you know, supplements, you know. Yeah. Uh, so that was, uh, like I was sharing to you, that we need to have some, uh, what was it? copper, uh, zinc. zinc, and sulfur. Yeah, apparently that's very good for to build your immune system also, that we need that in our, uh, for the uh, antennas of the receptors or whatever. I'm not a doctor, by the way, anything of that, but you can look it up, you know. Sure. So... Because the doctor of the futures is going to be the doctor that's going to tell you to eat well and to, to, get, to take some natural supplements. Those are, those are the doctor of the future. This is how we're going to be able to survive all the disease and whatever. And also, we do have the, pro, the, the promise in the Bible that says no poison will touch them. Huh? That's right. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you drink that poison, we'll know why it's you. Yeah, it's not gonna hurt. So we we also got this. But let's don't go out of our way and say, oh, "All right, give me a shot of this experimental jab." You know, no. <laughs> don't go out. And this is another thing people are asking: Why didn't uh, Prime Minister uh, Trudeau bought uh, I don't know how many million of dollars of those experimental shots if he knows they're no good? Mm. Well, probably because he made a mistake. Because uh, you know, at the time he made a contract with these people and making people make money. You know, a friend. Yeah. You know. Uh, friends help another friend and then now now he's gonna we're gonna be stuck with it because uh, now they're probably forcing old people to get their boost or whatever because people know that it's no good it doesn't work mm -hmm. it was supposed to we were supposed to flat the curve in two weeks and we've been in there for three years so now people are getting more informed with with good reason too you know because i mean come on man We can't trust anybody. We gotta trust God, and we gotta trust yeah. that only God, and that's it. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a quick break, going into a special song. Mm -hmm. uh, the song is about Psalm 144. Me and David were practicing this song, so uh, I think it's a good idea to read the song. Let me just uh, read it for you. Uh, I'm just gonna put it on pause. Mm -hmm. 
blessed be the Lord my strength Who trains my hand for war And trains my finger for the fight A fortress is my Lord He is my steadfast love And my deliverer, my tower So do my people under me My shield in whom I trust Lord, what is man that you regard, the Son of Man at all? For all his days are like a breath, a passing shadow small. Oh, bow your heaven, Lord, come down and make the mountain smoke. Flash forth your lightning, scatter them, thine arrow shoot. Thine hand sent from on high to save me out of water grace And from the hands of foreigners whose lying mouth deceive A new song I will sing to thee upon the harp I'll play To thee whom give the victory unto the kings of man You rescue me from cruel sword, thy servant, they hold on. And me from lying foreigners, whose lying mouth deceive. Rid me, O Lord, my God, of them, mouth speak vanity. For their right hand, a right hand is that word deceitful. As polished cornerstone O Lord, may call our granary Full organ if they yield And make our sheep bring forth about Ten thousand in our fields Oh, make our cattle heavy with Their young none fall to bear And there be none to cry aloud or in the street despair For happy are the people Unto whom such blessing falls And happy all the people are From whom the Lord is gone
we're back on and we're going to start reading the Psalm 144, which me and David will be singing for you after this. Uh, well, we, we just sang because we're, we're back from the pause. And now we're going to read it. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Psalm 144. Yeah. Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teached my hands to war and my fingers to fight. My goodness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield and he in whom I trust, who subdued my people under me. Lord, what is man that thou takest knowledge of him, or the son of man that thou makest account uh, of him? You lost it? You got to click on Bible again. Sorry. No, it's okay. Let's go back here. There's a thing there. I see. Okay. There you go. Okay. Lord, what is man that thou talkest knowledge, that takest knowledge of him, or the son of man that thou makest account of him? Man is like to vanity. His days are as a shadow that passes away. A life is short. David reminds us that it is like a breath and that our days bow by thy heavens, O Lord, and come down. Touch the mountains and they shall smoke. Cast forth lightning and scatter them. Shoot out thine arrows and destroy them. Send thine hand from above. Rid me and deliver me out of great waters from the hand of strange children whose mouth speaketh vanity, and their right hand is that right hand of falsehood. I will sing a new song unto thee, O God, upon a psaltery, and an instrument of ten strings will I sing praises unto thee. It is he that giveth salvation unto kings, who delivered David his servant from the hurtful sword. Rid me and deliver me from the hand of a strange children whose mouth speaketh vanity, and their right hand is a right hand of falsehood that our sons may be as plants grown up in your youth, that our daughters may be as cornerstones polished after the similitude of a palace, that our garners may be full of affording all manner of store, that our sheep may bring forth thousands and ten thousands in our streets, that our oxen may be strong to labor, that there be no breaking in nor going out, that there be no complaining in our streets, Happy is that people that is in such a case. Yea, happy is that people whose God is the Lord. Eh? What a powerful psalm, huh? I like it because, you know, it's like when it says, what, is it, uh, what does it speak to you? Go back verse to verse and, and what does it speak to you? Me, I, when I hear this psalm, it's really saying out loud what my soul want to say, asking for righteousness. I think we are going to pause that just for a second. So, uh, as we were uh, speaking about this psalm, like I was saying that, you know, this really speaks out what my soul, because, you know, sometimes the psalmist, they cry out for righteousness, they cry out for, and then he finished with this beautiful blessing. What, do you, what does it say to you? Like, to me, it just tells me that God is there for us at all times with his power, his strength, his love. He will cover us with his grace and his mercy. That's what he tells me. He tells yeah. me that he's never gonna leave us or forsake us. Yeah, I was listening to the podcast today, and he was uh, the guy was explaining. You know, it's it's okay, it's okay to have a tolerance, but sometimes our tolerance can be shortened. Like if you if a snake bits you and he gets away, you know, one, once and you probably next time you're gonna catch it and it's gonna chop chop his head off. Sure. So we gotta have. The same way we got to react with people that are biting us all the time. Yes, we're tolerant, we're loving, but eventually we're going to put our foot down and we're going to chop that demon's Amen. head off because sure. it's enough is enough. Right. You know, we can't just let them, you know, 
come into your home and steal everything and no rape way. your women and whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to take arms at some time. To defend ourselves is a it's a biblical thing. Exactly. So that's why I like this psalm. And then he finished with this blessing, you know, the of the cattle, you know, and all that. You know? <laughs> But and it's okay, you know, because God wants us to be in abundance and bless, you know. Huh? Amen. <laughs> that our oxen may be strong to labor, that there be no breaking in yeah. nor going out. Yeah. That there be no complaining no, in our streets. No riffraffs. No riff-raffs. <laughs> That's right. You like that word. Yeah, right? yeah, I love this riffraff words. Yeah, because, uh, you know, it's like, it's because you know my situation. As a taxi driver, yeah. I'm trying to do my best. Right. I mean, I got the best car, I believe. And, mm-hmm. You know, I got, I got, I'm, I got my, my uniform saying Taxi Martin. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dressed up for the job, you know. And then I see people... With their dingy cars, all dirty. They don't, they, you know, they, they they don't even speak the language sometimes, you know. Amen. And they and they have the sticker. This like if you're doing Uber in Quebec, okay? Because maybe people don't understand. You gotta have like a red sign that, that is your permit to say that you're allowed to transport people for right. remuneration. That's numbers gotta be on the left top side, okay? Mm-hmm. And then your Uber sign or your ever sign it's got to be on the bottom right but people get it wrong they put it the other way around and they don't even have a f plate so right. that's and then i tell my wife this is a triple riffraff uh, so or he's a double riffraff yeah. or he's just a simple riffraff or he's a riffraff because he's not you know he's, he doesn't have a spirit of excellence and just showing me this i know that if if he get that wrong then pro- what else that he's doing wrong you know? you know a couple of days ago i think um tuesday yeah Saul, he is a Latino guy. He's a car washer. Oh, right? man. So he said he Oh, he's the one washing your cars? He did it. Oh, yeah. When Carol got in it, she goes, this is cleaner than when you first bought it. I bought a brand new. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. What? He's, he's, when you said the spirit of excellence, oh, yeah. that made me think of it. So why are you not referring me for this guy for my car? Once in a month, I could go. I don't know why. How much do you charge for that? Nothing. It's a public. Oh no, that's not a good publicity. Everybody's going to roll to his door. Carol's going to put him online. Oh, yeah. He's been doing this for 25 years. He's oh. a professional. He knows how to do it. Wow. Then uh, Renato, there's another guy that comes in. He, pay, I should have asked him how much, but I, I don't know how much. Um, he did his car. Matt Renato came in. He goes, Nick, never did I have my car. <laughs> oh, he sparkled. In. Yeah, and I remember your car. It was really uh, yeah, it needed, uh, it. Oh, man, <laughs> needed it. Needed it, man. Bad. So now. He put a plastic on the seat, man, because he scrubbed everything, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. What a job he did. Wow. Yeah. And now I have the plastic still there, so I don't... Yeah. <laughs> man, you don't even uh, let a gas in it anymore, no. huh? I remember when I first bought a car, you know, I was saying, I'm not even going to fart in this uh, car. It's brand new. Yeah. I want it still smelling new, you know? And that's what he did. He put some kind of a scent smell like it was new. Oh, wow. Man, what a fantastic that's job. Nice. Yeah. Well, my, my hat's off to those people that are still doing things with a, with a sense of pride in a yeah, sense man. of a seri- uh, you know you, you're taking at heart you, the work that you do sure, that's your signature exactly you know? you know and you feel good about yourself at the end of the day you know sometimes you know I finish work and I don't feel like washing my car you know but you know I know it's going to be a sunny day next day mm-hmm. you know uh, and and if it rained before the car is going it's all dirty but I'd wash it you know and take a little bit and it's, you feel good about yourself you know? I'll ask you how much Yeah, that would be nice. Because yeah. once in a while, you know, because I used to have a vacuum, 
Unfortunately, my wife gave it to my daughter, so now I don't have the shop vac anymore. So now I don't, you know, yeah. I wash inside out, but I don't vacuum under the plastic carpet. But it would need, it would need a nice vacuum too, you know. Anyways, that's another subject that's exactly for another time. Another time. Okay. So now we're gonna go. Just we were speaking about uh, God's. Um, sorry if I'm stealing this from you here. Uh, God's faithfulness. Oh, now we're talking about pride here. Oh. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about pride. What about his faithfulness? Hallelujah. And you're going to be uh, going for me in the, in, in the, in the Bible. Yeah? Uh, faithfulness. Faithfulness. God is faithful. You can count on me. I will not let you down. Saying that implies faithfulness, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. A husband and wife vows on their wedding day to be faithful to one another devoted and committed to one another in all areas of marriage. It is a vow to be with one spouse, to stay with one spouse, to stay with one spouse, and to build up one spouse. Again and again throughout the Bible, God holds faithfulness up as one of the foundational qualities that He expects from His people. There is nothing like the faithfulness of a spouse, friend, and family and God to build our senses of security. Amen? Amen. So, hallelujah. So how could I cultivate faithfulness? All right. So we were going to look in a couple of verses. I got, uh, yeah, I got a couple of verses in the Old Testament, a couple of verses in the, in the New Testament. So we're going to go start looking in, if uh, Nick willing, 2 King 12, 15. Ready? They yes. did not ask an accounting from those into whose hand they delivered the money to pay out to the workers, for they dealt honestly. Mm -hmm. Because also they also says that uh, I don't know. <laughs> what does it mean? No, that they dealt. They dealt honestly. Were they? Okay, didn't, they didn't. Uh, they didn't beat them. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. didn't shortchange them. I right. gave them exactly what they said they were going to give them. Well, you understand that? Huh? Yeah. Even in the crime business, there oh, was a yeah. there was a code. Here, forget about it. Yeah. You have to re respect the code. That's right. Sometimes in the crime business, the code is more respected than in the government in the world. business. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, they would respect that code because there's no bank bankruptcy in the world in the a mob business. Yeah, you can't bankrupt nothing, man. And th that's another thing, also uh, with all this serb money, you know, and. Uh, uh, because uh, they were calling us, uh, I think it was Bill Gates, or they were they were calling us useful, unuseful eaters. Hmm. Unuseful. unuseful. We're we're unuseful. We're just, you know, we, we should just go out and kill ourselves. Yeah, we're wasting our we're, money. Yeah, because we you know we're because eventually they don't need us. It's going to be machines. You know, because nobody's working in the factories anymore. You know, it's so and so on and so on. And they gave us this serb. You know, we stay home. You know, mm -hmm. we don't need you. You're you're useless. You know, you don't have a purpose. You we we're, you're useless, and we're gonna replace you by machines. So mm -hmm. we're gonna figure out a way so that you, uh, you know, crime is gonna go up. So that people would kill each other in the streets or whatever. You know, this that's this is the mentality that they're they're going. Yeah. The elites. You know, they were useful. But God is faithful, mm -hmm. and you are useful. Even at 77 years old, you're still useful. Amen. And we're glad you're still with us, by Thank the God. way, Nick. Okay. So in Deuteronomy, 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 in French we have nombre et Deuteronome. So that's why it's easier for us. 28 verses 9, what it has to say about how do I cultivate my faithfulness? Okay, it's about cultivating faithfulness. Yes, sir. 
Ready? Yep. The Lord will establish you as his holy people, as he has sworn to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord, your God, and walk in his ways. Amen. Yeah. So, that's cultivating faithfulness. Amen. Being obedient to the word of God. That's perfect. I love Amen. that. Sure. Okay. So, in the New Testament, we got uh, 1 Timothy 3.12. Let deacons be married only once, and let them manage their children and their household well. Amen. So Amen. cultivate faithfulness by keeping your promise and commitments. Amen. Yeah, don't have to do and leading wives. and guiding your children well. Too many wives leads to too many problems. That's right. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. Okay, so uh, we're going to go down then to how do my faithfulness affect others? That's a very good question. Mm -hmm. So if we go into Isaiah 38, 19, we will have an example of how my faithfulness affects others. Okay. Yes, the, sir. The living. The living, they thank you, as I do this day. Fathers, make known to children your faithfulness. Amen. It is both the privilege and the obligation of each generation to reveal to the next faith, to the next, the faithfulness of God. That's why I don't want that a hundred years ago, uh, for now, from now, people forget. Mm -hmm. That's why we're doing this podcast. Amen. So even in a hundred years, if you're listening to this podcast, yeah, right. <laughs> remember the faithfulness of God, okay? Amen. So we got to keep repeating to the next generation so people like Trudeau don't uh, erase our, our history yeah, and we forget about God's uh, faithfulness, that how yeah. he, he uh, rose up uh, ordinary people to extraordinary people and made our country a great place amen. to be. Amen. Free and happy to be. In Free abundance. and brave. And brave, amen. Oh, Canada, yeah. Yeah. So, amen for God. So we can leave a rich inheritance by building this awareness in the minds of our children and grandchildren and circles of friends and neighbors. This is of far more lasting value than any other kinds of inheritance we might leave behind. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right. So how do I know God if God is starting to do important works in my life? How do I know that? Mm -hmm. Let's see what the Bible has to say. If you look at Zechariah, thank you very much. Zechariah, Zechariah in French, Zechariah 4:10, please go. Okay, all right. An angel of the Lord told the prophet, Do not despise these things, these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. But it's a great thing, the beginnings, I like the beginnings, but I like also the ending. I want my ending to be as good, even if better than my beginning. Of course. In between, I don't know. It's always, <laughs> always, well, in, in the it could screw up a little bit. But <laughs> in between is work. Well. Oh my gosh. Me, this is what I, when I was young, I liked the beginning to go to school because mm -hmm. you get all the brand new pens, yeah. brand new things. You get brand new classmates and everything. Smells nice, you know. But then the between until the end is really long you can't wait for summer you know yeah. and then when it's the end ah hallelujah it's done you know Amen. so it's a little bit like that but we need to rejoice also in the middle of everything that god is doing new things every day amen thank god all right so uh, let's go with the promises of god in deuteronomy 7 9 we're going to finish with that in a prayer and uh, i hope that you understand how faithfulness is important in our lives, how it's important that we be faithful, we show faithfulness, and that we, we speak about God's faithfulness because people are living in despair. People are like, well, I don't see God's faithfulness. I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. No, there is always hope. There is always a light at the end of the tunnel. 
and we we need to share the stories of how God did great things and he's still doing great things today amen Amen. Amen. so Deuteronomy 7 9 Understand, therefore, that the Lord your God is indeed God. Mm. He is the faithful God who keeps his covenant for a thousand generations and lavishes his unfailing love on those who love him and obey his commands. Hallelujah. So you got to grab this. Amen. This is a promise from God that he is a faithful God. And and, and if you're finding yourself you're like, oh... Did God forget me or this? Just claim this promise and uh, and God will answer you. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. And then for last but not the least, Hebrew 3, 14. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Now, since the children share in blood and flesh, he likewise shared in them, that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death. That is the devil. That's it. That's, That's Hebrew 3, 14. Yeah. You sure? So if we are faithful to the end... No, I'm sorry. Huh? 2.14. 2.14. Ah, that's why I was wondering. Yeah. My notes were not... Uh, it's okay. They did not coincide. They did okay, coincide. one more time. Okay, 3.14. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 14. Amen. In Hebrews. Okay. 4. If we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed... We will share in all that belongs to Christ. Amen. Amen. Isn't that a beautiful promise? All. All things. All that belongs to Christ. Amen. That's great. Woo. Hallelujah. God, and is, you, thank you very much, Jesus, also for that promise yes. that you said to Peter, that I'm going, but don't worry. I'm going to prepare you guys a place. Mm-hmm. And if there was not enough room in my house, I would have told you. Amen. There's enough room. Hallelujah. Come on in, man. And I go and prepare a place for you. And if it were not so, I would have told you. Yeah. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to be where I am. You will be. Amen. Uh, what a beautiful promise oh. of his faithfulness. And so, hallelujah. Dear Heavenly, you know, I want to like you to finish in prayer, uh, Pastor Nick. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this wonderful time together. Yeah, Richard and I you, are having. We ask you that you continue to use us, Lord, for your glory as you're doing, as you have done and are doing. Let those that are listening have wide open ears with an open heart to receive from you, Lord God, that they will walk in your ways and be obedient and remain faithful as you are faithful to us, Father. We thank you for your blessings upon them. We ask that you bless them abundantly. They will be enriched by the power of your word because your word will never fail. Thank you, Father, for this day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. So you're welcome to uh, call and text or comment us. If you want to make a gift to the Second Chance Cafe, it's uh, secondchancecafe7 at gmail.com. Right. Okay, that's if you want to make an e-transfer. Or you can send in the checks at 5850 Jean Talon S. And the uh, postal code is, uh, that's in St. Leonard. And the postal code is H1S. 1M2. Mm-hmm. You can call also for your prayer requests or if you want to be part of the podcast, you have a testimony. You want to share what God has yes. done great in your life. We would love to hear it. So you can call at 514-327-6035. All right. So this is Rich Martin. Sorry, that was the wrong number. Oh, that was the wrong number. Yeah. It's 514-259-1464. Oh, yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay. Okay, mamma mia. <laughs> this is Rich Martin and Nick Federici. And we love you. 
And we bless you. And we will see you next time on the podcast. God bless. Okay, bye.